Fantasy Star Four. Shining Force Two. Fantasy Star Four. That's it. You asked. <laughs> Uh, Lord Palmerston! <laughs> you told them, Barney. Lord Palmerston! <laughs> oh, that's such a good episode. That's, that's a great one. Like, uh... Which one of them... Like, accident... Like, they somehow get dropped into another dimension? Um... I think that's... Is that Ozzy Smith? Yeah, that sounds correct. Ken Griffiths, grotesquely swollen jaw. Steve Sachs and his running with the law. We're talking Homer. Hello, and welcome to Q&A Quest episode... Uh... 78. The, uh, episode, episode 78. Episode the next one. Yeah, 78. There you go. Uh, I'm Mike Apps, a.k.a. Wheels, and with me as always. Inferno Family Master, definitely not grinding in Kingdom Hearts 2 right now, right, right this second. And somehow, despite not going to E3, I have caught post-E3 sickness, so... Yeah, how did you pull that one off? Uh, well, I had a sinus infection um, recently, uh, which I didn't take an antibiotic or anything. You fool! Well, that's that was actually the medical advice. You're allergic. Oh. To, you're allergic to two antibiotics, so try and get through this like through with let's, just let's your immune system. Let's not try the. Let's not try another one. Yeah. So I got through it, and it was fine, and now it seems to have come. Not, not too bad. I need to tell your immune system to waste its time on things that are less stupid. I agree. Is that Eric? I done. Li- yeah. There he is. I got done listening to the latest episode, and you said. Um, you didn't know whether or not Scarlet Graces was coming to the U.S., and I thought we do know that. The director said something, but he also said that about Saga 2, but that happened. It's true. So maybe I trust him. I, I don't want to wait, like, a Saga 2 length, though. I want it now. Give it to me now. Damn it. I want the Get world. It. I want the whole world. You, 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 want, you want to take it like the Vega 64 did and call it Church 2, where it's injected intravenously into your veins. Yes, exactly. Wow. Exactly. Yes. So, oh, in case people are wondering, Gaijin is not able to make it this week. Uh, Aww. Attacked we'll have... by wild beasts. Yes. Uh, so we are not going to burn through your questions in rapid fashion, because we want to save some for the next time he's on. So we'll try and, like, go specifically to, I'll like... pontificate even harder. So we'll look at... I'm going to look at the questions and be like, okay, he probably has stuff to say about this, or probably has nothing to say about this, but yeah. Uh, so let's take a look at what questions we... You know what? Before we get to the questions, well, obviously we have to talk a little E3, which was, which was an E3 where most of the cool stuff was spoiled beforehand. So Or it's coming out a year later. Yes. <laughs> or more. Yes. Yes, Devil May, Cry, Devil May Cry 5 next yeah, year. Yeah, I can't wait to play Babylon's Fall and like three years from now. I can't wait to find out what the hell Babylon's Fall is. Last of Us 2 at some point. Some year from now? Some three years from now? Or Final Fantasy 7 Part 1. <laughs> Question they mark. didn't even show that. You don't even need to bring that one up. Question mark. But hey, t- 
Tales of Vesperia. Well, I can't stop talking about the damn Tales of Vesperia remaster announced during the Xbox show. So Please good. Stop. <laughs> it's so good. I ask you politely, as a co one co-host to another, to not do this. Okay, okay. So Nintendo didn't really have anything new, and they have... had Smash. They didn't. Whatever. They didn't. They, have had, a... the, they had the mix. They had the mix. That's the oh, yeah, that was right. But they did not announce the 4DS unless they announced it directly to the future, and we'll find Microsoft out. Microsoft How on earth would a 4DS even be? <laughs> I don't know. Use your imagination. So, Why? So is, so is that Fox Zelda game like? Is that coming out this year? Which Fox Zelda? Uh, game? Oh, the that? the indie game that I think showed up at the Microsoft conference. I've yeah. seen that at PAX a few times. It plays pretty well, but I have no guesses as to when it comes out. <laughs> I was all excited to see more Ori, and then it's like, oh, this isn't coming out till next year, is it? Nothing Microsoft showed is coming out till next year. Is it year. worth playing the definitive edition of the original? Yeah. Yes. 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 My biggest complaint was the uh, zooming of the camera. I was way too out. Yeah, that won't that won't be fixed. What it does then, add, what it does add mostly is a lot of quality of life, uh, specifically in terms of warp. Yeah, and another thing I didn't like about the original is the melee length. It was kind of too short. I gotcha. They made, it looks like they made it a little bit longer for the sequel. Yeah. yeah. I'm sure they learned a lot, so... It certainly looks gorgeous. The guy who made uh, AM2R is involved in, in it in some capacity. Mm -hmm. Yeah, hopefully we can actually, there aren't any points of no return in that game. And getting back to an old area isn't so hard. <laughs> I remember getting to an area I wasn't supposed to because I, I did one of the I was using the jump off fireball technique in a very degenerate fashion. You can go to places you shouldn't, and I, and you'll know because it'll be very hard to get back. <laughs> uh, so we also got a cool looking uh, Xenoblade Chronicles two. Uh, expansion, which I... Which is being sold by itself. Yeah, which, which is... It, it might as well be its own sequel, but... you. Well, I saw it, and I was like, well, I'm, I'm only six chapters in the game. I don't know if any of this is spoilers or not. It's weird, though, because like, if, if you want to get the digital version, if you already have the game, you just need the expansion pack with the 30, but if you want to get it by itself, it's like 40, so... It's 40, it's but it also gives you the digital expansion. Top of that, if you want to play that afterwards... So it also like, the the physical edition is forty, but it also gives you the digital expansion content from the for the original if you ever pick that up, which is nice. Sorry, did I interrupt you? Sorry. Oh, oh, sorry. Oh, sorry. <laughs> but yeah, that is cool to have like a full expansion thinger. So I'm always that feels like an object that got much larger than it was intended to be at some point during yeah, its development. Well, I am sad that we still haven't gotten a uh, any word of a Xenoblade Chronicles X remaster, but as you know, I'm sure Nintendo's gonna have more directs along the way, so there's always there's always a chance. Damn it! I'm at like chapter four, and I'm wondering. If my uh, a number of blades I can hold out at a time, it get expanded at any point because I'm running out of space. Really? Yeah. How many blades are you getting? Damn. Well, there's the story ones that the game thrust on you, plus the ones that the other characters have. 
Do you mean like the actual inventory or the ones that you can have equipped at one time? Oh, um, no, so that came, went up to three recently. Okay. I'm talking about like the ones that you have on standby. Yeah, so like, there's know. like, uh, there's like, I don't know, there's like four spaces at the top, and there's like another bar of four, and then there's another bar of four. I only like two spaces left or so. It's like, does it get bigger than that or something at some point? Uh, I don't know. I mean, I've have not come anywhere close to hitting any sort of limit. Mm. Not that Maybe I've really just, been trying. <laughs> you just add squares the more you could be. I know there's a limit to how many you can have. Probably. I'm sure some crazier people are hitting that limit, but I'm like, I'm cool with the ones I have. Now, oh, if cool. only there was, like, some RNG manipulation I could do to get exactly the blades I want. <laughs> Don't worry, in 12 years, someone will figure out how to do that. Mm. It'll be awful. We'll see it at AGDQ 2027. I don't know, like, somebody figured out the Dragon Quest Nine. um... Algorithm for getting RNG drops from the the map bosses. Wow, that sounds terrifying. Actually, it's the only decent way to get the materials needed to make the ultimate weapons. <laughs> oh, all right, why don't we? Any other E3 thoughts before we jump into some actual questions? Uh, I don't think about things. You don't think about things. Do you think about nope, Sh Shining Force 2 being the best Genesis RPG? Fantasy Star 4! I complain Force about the 2. lack of diversity, and by diversity I don't just mean, like, people of color. I also mean, like, in terms of variety of gameplay. Really? There's, like, a lot of shooters, and there's, like, four samurai games. There's Sekiro, there's Tsushima, and then there's Neo 2. <laughs> Listen, we have had bitter, many bitter years of no samurai games. I'm not going to complain that now that we have some. <laughs> Were there a lot of shooters? Oh, yeah, I guess Anthem, the Battlefield, uh, Oh, yeah, all the et cetera. Shooters. And technically, The Last Doom. of Us is a shooter slash stealth yeah. game. Doom. Uh, hey, don't you complain about them. I'm not complaining about Doom. Doom is a beautiful song. At least Rage 2 will be what I hoped uh, Borderlands had been. Nice to dream. Not that, it's, not that Borderlands 2 is a terrible game, but it could have been a lot better. The shooting is not great. The other mechanics I like, the shooting is not so good. It's not... No, not I can hear your heart sound in the back. Sorry. It's, <clears throat> no, that's actually... I'm messing around in my Vita. The volume on Hearthstone is off. Ah. Uh, wait. Me too. Oh, yeah. Did, did anybody did anybody try out Skyrim Alexa? No, no. I don't have an Alexa. Yeah. Amazon takes enough of my data without me making buying a device from them that does nothing about oh, that. Oh, you can get it for a PC too. Uh well it's not novel enough for that. <laughs> well like it's like you basically just download the app on your phone and then I'll run through the app. That sounds I'm probably gonna have to try that, it sounds hilarious. You'd eat all the cheese. <laughs> I did play some Skyrim on my Switch and was like, oh, okay, this game is pretty good when it's not, you know, breaking in the first five minutes on my PS3. No, I'm not bitter. You're bitter! Listen, buddy, it's okay <laughs> if you're bitter, I just don't care. 
Yeah, pretty good game. I'm excited to play it on my Alexa. I'm not sure how that works, but whatever, man. Did anybody like watch any of the streams that from the other not so big companies? I watched the glorious limited run games uh, stream. Mm. A lot of Switch stuff that they're doing. Yep. Well, a lot of people have problems with their business model because of the way they um, ran out of stock so quickly. And then they trump it up as, you know, being something that's it, in the way that makes it feel manufactured. Nah. I, I feels sure. I don't think it is, though. I mean, plenty of the... I think they're mostly just making sure that they don't print too many of something. Yeah. Plenty of the games I've been able to buy, like, the next game, the next game, they're, what am I, not next game, next day, if they're not super popular. Mm. I mean, they're trying the pre-orders, at least. All the Switch this ones have been nice. pre-orders so far, which is sweet. Yeah. If I had the money, I would have put money down for a freedom plan or something. That and uh, Cosmic Star Heroin. Yeah, that's got a nice collector's edition. Looking forward to whenever that ships. I'll pick up a digital copy and be happy. Or try anyway. <laughs> are they like publishing digital stuff now too? Uh, are they? Are they publishers on any of that? I think. They they are responsible for the switch port of uh, Cosmic Star Heroin. I don't know. <laughs> I don't know anything beyond that. I think it's weird that they even had a conference. I think it was mostly just, like, people thirsty for press conferences. Maybe we can get our names out there. It's like, it, it felt like something that probably should have been included along with um, the PC. I didn't even look at what the PC one was, because those are always just kind of embarrassing. There was a PC one? Yeah. Hmm? Like, they should just share the same conference room and then, like, just roll into the next one. They weren't actually at the conference. They did, like... It w- you ha- you had to like a video. S- yeah, you have to see it. It's like they made it look like they were broadcasting like straight out of uh, Saturday morning RPG or something like that. Mm. I think it's I think it's just something they set up in their office. Oh no, they were they no they they did actually go to the show, but I don't think it was till like the the next day or something mm. like that. But yeah, it was it was not actually at the show. Uh, <laughs> Mm-hmm. Nintendo's Direct was mostly Smash-focused, but I'm going to assume that they're going to have another one next month. Yeah, next month, maybe the month after. Yeah. One of those, like, why should we put all of our eggs in a basket where they're more likely to be overshadowed? <laughs> Let's take a look at some questions. But I do like how uh, the next Fire Emblem seems to be taking pages not only from uh, Advance Wars with uh, multiple units oh, yeah. having back up, but um, as well as, I guess they also take, seem to be taking from Langris here. Someone has to now that Langrisser has killed itself. <laughs> <laughs> oh, God. I kind of enjoyed the 3DS game, but it's, yeah, it's poopy. <laughs> it absolutely is the sign of something that is on its last legs and just searching for a place to die. Yeah, yeah there's the next one's the mobile phone game, and yeah, it does not look good. Oh, God. I was hoping that people, like... I was hoping this is one of those cases where it's like, oh, this... Someone Watches gave up. Watches you have to buy your characters in the gotcha system. 
Oh man, they're hoping to they're hoping to piggyback on Fire Emblem Heroes. <laughs> Speaking <sighs> of Fire Emblem, we have some Fire Emblem a sort of Fire Emblem question. Mm-hmm. This is from Budai. Fire Emblem Awakening is what Nintendo considered a huge success, and I can see why. Do you think that was more of lightning in a bottle, or does the new Switch game have a chance to take it even further towards... Man, do you see how many people are playing the freaking mobile Fire Emblem? Yeah, that's really the thing to strike at. Yeah, not a flash in the bottle, and um, I believe Fates sold better as well, although... I think that was across a few versions, but I'd like to point out that you just like slammed together the phrase it's "flash in a pan and lightning in a bottle." Whatever, man. It's it's fine. It's fine. I'm sick. It's a good new phrase. I have an excuse. Can't believe that that uh, Gorilla Grodd trapped the Flash in a bottle. <laughs> Speaking of which, Batman Ninja was amazing. <laughs> I need to look to, at that because it's that a ridiculous then. concept. Uh, let's see, but I also says I'm not sure how Birthright and all its other games and DLC sold, but I'm assuming well, to which our staff member Joshua, who was on last week's episode, says, My memory is terrible, but I'm pretty sure that Birthright and Conquest put together slightly outsold Awakening, so somewhere between 1.5 and 2 million worldwide, and here's the, de- the depressing bit. I want to say that it was something like 16, 60% Birthright and 40% Ugh. Conquest on the split. Shame That's on true. you, people. Shame on you. Can't believe you made the wrong choice. Oh, well. At least they Still need to all. play Fates. You do. It's great. Well, Conquest is great. Birthright's not awful. It's just... Well, it's awful. Warm-up, then I'll play Conquest. No, don't do it, man. Don't do it. They're being real harsh. I, I, oh, I kind of have to do it, because I kind of already started and I quit playing. Oh. <laughs> but, yeah, Three Houses looks neat. I appreciate the expansion of wandering around your castle. I never did, um, well... How, how did Revelations play out? Did you try that one? I have not picked up Revelations. I need to. wonder how that affects the sales total, actually. <laughs> like, how many people actually bought that DLC? I think I played it as well. And, and Echoes. Is the Echoes good? I've heard... I heard a lot of good from it, but not a lot of bad. It's... It's still Fire Emblem Gaiden seems to be the biggest complaint anyone has against it. It's that, like, there's still stuff in it that's just like, oh, this is obviously from a weird offshoot NES game. <laughs> but what's there seems to be well-liked, mm. except for the map design. Interesting. Let's see, we also have a conf- conquest from... Er, I can't talk today. We have a comment from someone named Wheels who says, Birthright outsold wow. conquest? No! And it, and it goes wow, you did, a, wow, you did actually, a pitch perfect imitation. Wow, I actually broke the page. The no goes like off the screen. Whoops. Can't believe you ruined that beautiful, <laughs> beautiful HTML and probably some other things in there as well. <laughs> I, ruined, I ruined the new RP Gamer site. The Can't believe you ruined it. Wait, was Spike Chunks off at E3? I can't uh, imagine they would have done much at E3. I'm kind of wondering if they're ever planning on porting a V3 to the Switch. I, I know that showed up on a on some retail listing, so it, does, it doesn't seem like something that would show up at E3 anyway. It's going to show up in some direct if it shows up at all. Or Anime Expo, or Gamescom, yeah. or PAX. One of those places where it's not going to get overshadowed because it's a tiny anime game next to, like, 
I still have yet to play, do my review of it, but I'm getting closer to that goal. You gotta learn to kill in harmony. Yeah, well, I didn't even notice how badly you broke the page there. Good job. <laughs> like, it flies right under the reader pole. Yeah. It's kind of glorious, actually. A monument to probably... mankind's hubris. Oh, how far does this... Oh, it actually causes this page to scroll yeah, sideways. Yeah, it should probably write this up. Um, yeah, maybe report this. Yeah. Alright, keep talking for a second, people. Technical difficulties. Technical difficulties for things that aren't the podcast. I'm going to talk about Kingdom Hearts 3. I care a lot about it. <laughs> Can I just, like, kill all, uh, Olaf? Because, fuck that guy. <laughs> kill who? Olaf. The snowman? Yes. Oh, oh dude, oh, yeah, man, that's... Actually, come on! I haven't actually seen Frozen, he's, so I did not remember the snowman's name. <laughs> he's, he's annoying. Do you want to build a snowman? Well, Honestly, I prefer the minions over him. I can't believe you've named the crossover that will inevitably happen when oh, Disney boy. eats its last rival. <laughs> DreamWorks. Yeah, well, Disney eats... Well, minions first. isn't DreamWorks, but it's like... It might as well be. It's elimination, but, you know. Like, I think th- those two are essentially atta- attached to him. Mm. But, yeah, like, when Disney finally eats... the Illumination's, like, some ex-DreamWorks staff, so might as well be DreamWorks. When Disney finally eats DreamWorks and Illumination along with it, we will finally see Olaf battling the minions for supremacy. That could be and the new will... next rap battle game. Wow. Uh, now I'm just remembering the. Uh, this is unrelated, but I'm thinking about E3 announcements and the fact that Nier Automata got announced for Xbox One. And I'm remembering like an interview that Yoko Taro was in, where he's like, "Well, producer, now that now that it's been announced for Xbox, when is the Switch version?" <laughs> uh, it could conceivably run on the Switch, but it probably loses 60 frames. Oh well. More importantly, let's get the first near on backwards compatibility. Never. From the X-Bone. <laughs> then, okay, I'm just looking it's at this. Yes. The Xbox owner is getting boned by only getting a digital release, as well as Kingdom Hearts, which does not get an all-in-one package edition. Yeah, Sony definitely wanted that to, wanted to PS4 to be seen as the home of Kingdom Hearts, even if they can convince Square not to make an Xbox One version. Even though they're thinking about doing a Switch version. <laughs> yeah, oh, they're definitely thinking about a lot of things. But I appreciate this. Yosuke Saito, well, it's not all on me to decide because Platinum Games do take painstaking time to develop for each console. Takahisa Taura, well, I don't think it's a good idea to ask me about something as big as this. Yoko Taro, I want a Switch version. Taro-san, give it to me. I'm glad that Yoko Taro took the adversarial fan role in this interview. <laughs> I wonder what time to cure you will be for Yakuza 3s through 5 and 6. You mean time for re- time to release? or For PC release. Oh! Uh, yes. those, yeah, those last-gen HD remasters probably go to PC fairly quickly. I can't imagine Sony being willing to pay to keep those off PC. Especially since whatever deal they definitely had for Zero and Kiwami seems to have lapsed. So, yeah, uh, I doubt they're day and date, but I doubt they're more than, like, a year out, so. As well as uh, a Kuro Ken game. Uh, Lost Paradise. 
You guys are going to hear nothing from about nothing from me after October, <laughs> except that. Like it's just, I'm just going to turn into this well, awful Well, too, like, next month, so we'll hear nothing from you then either. Kiwami 2? That's August, I think? No, I think it's, like, July. I, I looked at July. it, it's like... Let me see. It, it was, the thing that made it hilarious to me is that they're, like, six weeks apart. See, Kiwami 2 is August 28th, mm. and mm. Lost Paradise is October 2nd. I was off by a month, but oh well. They're like five weeks apart, we'll all die. It's fine, but, yeah. it's fine. But you're forgetting the most important release of the summer, which brings us into our next question. Who all is buying Octopath Traveler next month? Have you taken the time to look at the characters uh, and possibly pick a favorite, or are you just waiting to play it? To see, I see there's going to be a second demo. I'm gonna work up the money to try to get that. I mean, I just rebought Splatoon 2 digitally to can't make up for the copy that I traded Trent with um, from RP Gamer for his copy of Fire Emblem Warriors. I think that I'll probably end up uh, get the expansion after that. I'll probably end up selling a less necessary seeming body part to make sure that I end up getting Octopath. Yeah, I will go into extreme debt if necessary to get that collector's edition. So how badly do humans Give it to ever... me. If I if I lived in a city that I could donate blood to, I'd probably do that to get the money. I'm just saying, how badly do humans need a liver? I mean, with a name like that, it doesn't sound that important. Octo liver traveler. Uh, but the my answer to the question is no I have not paid much attention I just want to experience most of it uh, on the fly as I go I will probably play some of the demo tonight uh, I keep meaning to play the demo because it just transfers into the final yeah. game remember it has a three hour time limit so you gotta dedicate all your time to it once you start I doubt it's that long but still it means not screwing around apparently the save transfers so I appreciate the concept that it's possible but that demo is just the beginning of the game. It's like, oh, there's a time limit that tells you to go away. <laughs> like, yeah, that's grind until the game doesn't let you grind anymore and the time runs out. It's important. Yeah. There's a part of me that's surprised that it ultimately released with the name Octopath Traveler, but when they decided to re reveal the name as Octopath Traveler, there ended up being there was definitely at some point a marketing question of is it worth trying to convince people to refer to it by another name <laughs> <laughs> also we already released something called bravely default bravely default harsh sick burn well, the only thing saga related to it is the fact that there are multiple scenarios yeah you can and tell that just from overall example. monster design it's just enough for leavening even if it's not as saga as I could dream but I'm sure that will make it for better for everyone else who's playing it that's not me. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, it does seem a lot better than Bravely to Fart, so... Let's so take the four Heroes of Light system and the job system for Bravely Default and multiple scenarios of Saga and the character, overall character design and put it in a blender. <laughs> yeah, that's, it's, it's like me the game. <laughs> Wheels.game. Uh, Wheels.game is just Desert Bus. Oh, well, I guess it doesn't have anything roguelike, so not 
completely wheels that game. But right, I just realized I just realized that the ultimate wheels game is Rocket Robot on Wheels. <laughs> I can keep going. I thought it was Blaze and the Moss Machines. Oh, oh that's monster. <laughs> you monster. How do you feel about uh Roll Away? Roll Away for the PS one? I don't know what don't that remember is. that. It is it, the the entire joke is that I once sent Wheels just an image of the game's cover, and he asked me if it was real. But uh, <laughs> Roll Away was a uh, puzzle game for the PS One, where you played as a bouncing ball. Me and my co-host Francisco have this joke about a game called Out of the Shoot. I don't think anything, any any company, I don't think anyone has ever approached the amount of, like, bad titles that happen on, like, European oh. computers in the 80s. Those are real. Oh, out of the shoots about riding one of those, like, motorized horse things. Wow. Wow. Because yeah. you know, that's what the horses basically do before they get out of the chute to get into the race. Mm. Whatever. The single worst video game title ever is Fat Worm Blows a Sparky. <laughs> what? That sounds like Earthroom Gym level. What? It kind of does. What? Did you, was, what was, did you just say I, to me? <laughs> as I was the saying, no one has ever approached... Once a thingy hairy carry rock. <laughs> like, no one has ever made a worse... Like, no one has ever been worse at titling video games than people who were making... Video games for European computers in the eighties. This is an it's a ZX Spectrum game, so Daddy makes a tiddlywinky. <laughs> I think there's like Rockstar like Rockstars Ate My Hamster or something. Yeah, Rockstars Ate My Hamster's a real game. Say management sim for some reason. Huh. I don't know what on earth you'd be managing in a game called Rockstar Ate My Hamster, but something. Nothing good. Teaching your rock stars that hamsters aren't food. <laughs> they they really they won't even fill you up. I remember once reading about how popular the frickin' Frankie Goes to Hollywood game was on Spectrum. Wait, what? <laughs> I don't blame you if you don't remember what ha- Frankie Goes to Hollywood is. Like the band? Yes. Um, they had like one song. How did they get a game? <laughs> The Spectrum game's turnaround time is two months. Of course they got a game. Alright, alright. Let's move on before I start rambling about Spectrum games. Uh, Also from Budai, do you feel RPG RPG demos are generally not effective or bad? I do, and I can think of about four or five reasons why this is some less obvious. Really? Harsh. I mean, it's it's true. RPG demos generally fail to display what is appealing about an RPG. Sure. <laughs> the most you'll get is, like, an idea of what gimmick is supposed to set the battle system apart. <laughs> I think some of the best demos have been, like, the Etrian Odyssey demos, because those are like, here's a chunk of the game, and you can kind of, like, play as much as you want. You just can't get go past, like, a certain... Give, generally give you a pretty good idea of what you can expect. I mean, getting through the re- my review of Five a lot easier because <laughs> I spent half the time in the demo and then the other half in the actual game. Yeah, yeah that's one of those things with RPG demos. Like, especially trade show RPG demos are like the worst idea in the world. Uh, but like home demos, like 
they can be of worth, but they have to be really long com- comparatively to like an action game. I remember like, the terrible demo of Nino Kuni. I remember the terrible game of Nino Kuni. <laughs> yeah, the terrible AI management sim because they were too <laughs> stupid to function. It's just a Pokemon just... game where your monsters were too stupid. I was playing Digimon World again. Uh, oh. I recently picked up Digimon Story uh, Cyber Sleuth. I've, I've, heard that, I've heard that one's good. I'm thinking about the original where it was possible and in fact likely that your monster would be too stupid to understand orders. Mm. Then it would just poop itself to death. Nice. That's the That was my Digimon World experience, renting it when it was new. My experience wasn't them getting themselves killed so much as it was consuming all their MP in a single go. Oh, they would do that too. Again, orders to them meant nothing. Human speech was an illusion and a mystery. But, like, occasionally you would also, like, not realize that their poop meter was filling up, and you better go take him to the toilet, because they won't poop, they won't just poop somewhere, they'll die. And I don't, I don't even know how you managed to pull that one off. I would think that your body would disagree with you at some stage. Is that only when they're children, though? I don't know, because I couldn't raise them long enough for it to actually (laughs) become an adult. Digimon World was a harsh mistress, and I hated it. And thus, I have never played a sequel. Oh, sorry. I was I was working through some things with that rant. <laughs> it's okay. It's okay. All right, we gotta let's see what do we got here. Uh, from Budai. A little side note on Tails. I know Dave, uh, I especially in a little bit wheels feel Vespira is just okay. I feel it's the best Tails game in almost every way outside of combat system. As far as art style, music, characters, voice acting, world, Vesperia Tails the cake. I don't know if that's a typo or if he's making a, fun, a pun. Yes. I choose to believe it's a pun. Cake. Okay. If only it had Grace's combat. Like, Grace's combat would improve it a lot, but I just... I don't know. In all it just, fair, it in never all, really stuck out to me much. In all uh, fairness, I, I met people I, online that hate uh, East Oath and Falcana for reasons like uh, battles take longer than East 1 and 2. But have you tried leveling up? Because that can make a difference. Because the thing is, you're probably not doing enough damage. I don't understand why you hate this game. <laughs> uh, I mean, in, also all, every... uh, in, in all fairness, I have not played enough of Vesperia to really comment. But I only got through like the first major storyline arc. That means you got 30 hours in. Actually, <laughs> actually I'm probably just about done with the first storyline arc. I think I'm still on it. Because that's also, like, the period when Tales of games were going from being too long to being way too long. Yeah. Because I hear that it was, like, three odd storylines that are mostly not connected. Sounds yeah. Great. Tales games started to do that more and more. And it just, like, yeah, we can get a lot more content out of the game if you have to go around the world map, like, three times. I think, I think Abyss had, like, two-and-a-half story arcs. Yeah, it was definitely more than one. <laughs> the exact numbers get a little murky depending upon how you it's choose to divide It's more like story it. arc one, story arc two, part one, and part two. <laughs> yeah, the two the two latter parts are much more connected. But, uh... Yeah, like, it never... Like, the thing about Vesperia that always made, like, people pining for, like, the PS3 version is that it 
nothing about it ever struck me as particularly bad, but like it, it didn't seem any more memorable than any of the games released around it. It's just, it was just another Tales game, a good one. Like it, there was nothing egregiously wrong with it. But I mean, by that point, I was like, hmm, maybe we could do with the, maybe we could do more with these than to just iterate on like the system that was in Abyss. Maybe you could make a, a new game. Have you considered a new game? Have you considered Tales of Hearts DS? Have you considered... I think a lot of people played Symphonia and they got like strong feelings towards it and they want something similar to that. Uh, Which is yeah. why a lot of people also don't like Grace's F for whatever reason. Why? Yeah, well, you some, monsters! Some people hate Zillia, some people hate Zillia too. A lot Zillia... Like, Zillia should. wasn't bad, but it felt, again, like Vesperia, where it was like, eh, you didn't... You could have done more with this. See me after class. <laughs> the one thing I definitely will not Zelia for is that um, I liked how more open the field segments were, but I hated how samey they were. Yeah, there's just not a lot there. But yeah, like, Zelia was fine, but I never even bothered playing Zelia 2. I didn't care. <laughs> just one of those things, I mean. And need to finish this area and yeah, actually get around to playing Berseria at some point. Yeah, Zestiria, what I've played of it, I got like 20-some-odd hours in, was like, this feels like the prototype to what will be one day a very good game. <laughs> <laughs> and that that's kind of what happens, because Team Destiny keeps reinventing the wheel, and sometimes they get weird things, and sometimes they don't. But, like, mm. like sometimes it, all, it works all at once, and sometimes it doesn't. But, I mean, like, their tendency to reinvent the wheel means that I'm much more interested in whatever they're making at any given time. I liked Hearts Art, but I also much more prefer the level of customization. I mean, I couldn't read Japanese, but I could tell there was a lot more customization going on in the game, because you could, like, level up parameters like HP and stuff. Yeah, Hearts DS has a really interesting... Like, all of its systems are really interesting, and it plays really well, and it's a shame that, like, they sort of watered it down to play more like a... uh, a you know, Symphonia, Vesperia, Abyss, like that line of games. It took its heart. You took Hearts' heart. Don't do it again. <laughs> yeah. So, he, we went on a long tear over something that Budai totally admitted at the beginning that he knew our opinions on this, that we both just think it's okay. <laughs> yeah. It's okay in the way that, like, Breath of Fire 3 is. I mean, I like Breath of Fire 3, but it's just okay. Like, it's one of those things where, like, if someone said, should I play Tales of Vesperia, I'd say, fine, yeah, sure, it's a good game. If someone asked me games to recommend, it would basically never be at the top of my list. It would always have to be, like, they said that they had played X games that are similar to it and wanted more like that. Because, like, even if I was recommending Tales games in that style, I'd probably recommend Abyss before I recommend Vesperia. <sighs> Every other Tales game also seems to alternate between turtles and cats. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I feel like that has to be a that has to be like a the dev teams fighting each other thing, <laughs> the internal rivalry. So it's like internal not cats and dogs, turtles and cats, because mm-hmm. we're different. Listen, turtles are a little off kilter. Sometimes they're mutants and ninjas. <sighs> but uh, I think we should hit the shaman question as well. Yes. Uh, is it? It is bad. 
Is it bad that the only announcements I was excited for at E3 were Cosmic Star Heroine Switch and Yakuza Zero Kiwami on PC? I mean, at least both of those are coming out in a couple months. There are worse things to be excited for than things that happen soon. <laughs> True. I mean, half the things we listed at the beginning of this podcast were things that don't come out until like late next year, if, if at all, in the foreseeable future. <laughs> but hey, Spider-Man, that, that comes out soon. Maybe someone's into that other than me and Wheels. <laughs> Spider-Man, what's that? We've never talked about that on this show. Wow. <laughs> oh, Spider-Man! Oh, yes, of course. Uh, as of now, Spider-Man no longer exists. Say hello to Miguel Sanchez. <laughs> oh, speaking of which, would it be possible to reenact the Wade Boggs Barney scene from The Simpsons with Fantasy Star 4 and Shining Force 2, which we already kind of sort of did? Listen, that was important. It was. But yeah, no, I'm, I'm going to go back previously and say that I'm very excited that people are interested in the PC versions of Yakuza 0 and Kiwami. They're great games. They'll be cheap. Buy them. Okay. Do it. I, I have a pre-order. I bought all. I've bought all the Yakuza games, man. <laughs> you're gonna play them. I don't know why, but I have. You're gonna play them. <laughs> you're gonna start streaming them eventually, and I will mock you for failing to do every single side story. Failing once and for all to fight the Amon family. <laughs> It's great. I've, man, I remember I was just had to fight one of them, <laughs> finishing Zero earlier this year, and just like, oh, he's got lasers. Forgot about that. One of the ones Zero has a laser cannon. Be careful. Noted. I never did that side quest, because I think it requires you to do all the other side quests. Yep! Every other sub-story! If something's not a sub-story, you don't have to do it, but every other sub-story. I can't say I recommend it for the people that aren't completely crazy. I'd rather just watch that entire saga unfold online. <laughs> there is horrible continuity across all of the Amon side quests. It's a nightmare. But also, I won't respect anyone unless they get uh, if, unless they fight the Amon family in Yakuza Kiwami too. No respect at all. But yeah, to finish out Shaman's question. Speaking of Shining Force, allegedly, have any of the action RPGs with the Tony Taka art ever been good? Resonance is not qualifying for me. Resonance uh, is is considered an action RPG because it looked like a turn-based one. No, it's a, it's an action RPG. The demo out is very much an action mm. RPG. Mm. I'm gonna say Shining Wind might have been good. I've but never I played it. I think the second one's better. But the, the from what I played, it was terrible. Like all I know is that like you said that name, and I have to double check that you didn't just make up the game shine. <laughs> no, that's definitely a game. And it is apparently 2007. It's, it's kind of like Shining Tears. Oh, that's a bad game. That's a real bad game. <laughs> I played a bit of Shining Tears. Oh wait, no, that's what I was thinking of. Shining Tears, and then Shining Wind was the second game. Yeah, in between that, they made two games that were called Shining Force, but which are still action RPGs. It was a cruel trick to do to anyone. We don't speak of those. Shining Force Neo in, in EXA, which I do have and I'm going to play and regret at some point. <laughs> Shining Force Neo and Shining Force was like, sure, why not? <laughs> but the time we'll never get back. 
I never say I played it very long. Oh, true, true. And then Blade Arcus from Shining? Yes, that's a fighting game. Yeah, okay. Oh, I remember this because I sent a fighting game fan friend a copy of this with the message, ha 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 ha. And so now they have to play that eventually. That was my Christmas gift to them. It was an awful thing that I did. It was like a, I think it's an offshoot of Shining Blade. Yep, characters from Shining Blade and Shining Hearts. Yeah. <coughs> I think Hearts might actually be a true mate. Not strategy, so though. How are there so many of these? There's a Shining Feathers, which was like a like a sort of proper sh- sh- strategy RPG, but not Shining Force strategy yeah, RPG. Sort of. It was made by Flight Plan, and it was on their last game. Poor Flight Plan. Yeah, it was the second to last game they released before just like... You know, third to last game they released before dying in a way that none can recover from. Here, Flight Plan, make something from this dead property. We know you can it's do it. It's not dead, though. Look at If you look at this list, Sega has just been making Shining games dead. they haven't bothered. Well, I mean, the, I mean the Shining Force name they... proper. They need to like bury the hatchet with uh, with the team that made the original series. Camelot. Yeah, they're busy making Mario Tennis. That's not happening. Let's be honest. And, and well, it's more like because they're slaves at Nintendo now, and they, all they do is make Mario games. They only make Mario sports games. It's a very specific niche they've yes. been pulled into. Anyway, the Shining Resonance demo didn't seem awful, but it was not a game that I would play. I would pay more than like ten bucks for because it just seemed very colorless. I guess would be a way to describe it. Run up the mill. <laughs> there seemed to be very little to recommend about it specifically. Uh, at least the review review process for that will be quick. Say, <laughs> like, what's the gameplay like? Okay, the review. <laughs> It's, uh, I mean, unless you, you really want that Tony Taka art, and I'm, I assure you that he will probably be drawing pornography of those characters himself later, so. Sounds about right. That's, that's you know, that's his other job. Uh, yeah, I, I mean, this is just an upport of a PS3 game that we just, right. we didn't get. The Not game. even that, it's like, a, it's an upport of a PSP game. <laughs> Was it on PSP? Yeah, Wait, that Vita? Media Vision? Okay. It was okay. the game of the PSP, announced... and then the PS3, and now this. I can't find any in- information on a PSP version. I just see the PS3 version as the in- originator. I could be... Maybe, maybe it's... You might be thinking of another game. Yes. There's a there's a couple like action RPG Shining games that... I might be thinking of Shining uh, Blade, maybe... I'm just looking at, like, this list of things that... Like, I didn't realize that MediaVision made it, and now I'm looking at the things they've been doing since Wild Arms died, and what the hell? They made a Wizard of Oz RPG for the DS. Mm. They made they that? Made, yes, yes, that was MediaVision. Uh, they made a Dragon Ball game called Revenge of King Piccolo that I know nothing about. It was okay. Yeah, I believe that. It's MediaVision. They don't usually make things that are bad. They make things that are okay. Uh, Chaos Rings. That was one of Square's mobile, like relatively. Why early, isn't like, that? It, it, it's a crime that it's not back on the iOS store because it's one of the better iOS games you could play. Oh, I forgot they made Valkyrie Valkyria Chronicles three. 
Then they got put... Then Shining got put in... Oh, that's what it is. Shining Blade and Ark are both PSP games. Oh. Oh, yeah. And it's Shining... I know it's right. And Shining Resonance is a PS3 game. And then they made Digimon Story Cyber Sleuth, speaking, tying this back into an earlier statement. So they're they're very busy making everything that Sega doesn't feel like making in-house. <laughs> and uh, that's apparently a lot of Shining Force games, like a really. Media massive... Vision, please make a new Wild Arms, and please make it not terrible. I, I believe Sony is busy rebooting that as a mobile gotcha game. Mm. Uh, oh yeah, they made Summon Night Six. Didn't realize how that had happened, but that was them. That was okay. Okay, game. Yeah, as mentioned, Media Vision doesn't typically make bad games. They make oh, that was fine. <laughs> I suspect Shining Resonance Refrain, aside from like the the controversial art, is fine. I lying, Link Grissier and um, Girlanzer both had uh, art from Kimi uh, or Ishimura. I forget what their their name was, but they were also an anti artist. Yeah, I imagine mean, it happens a lot. Like it's just like, oh, I draw art. I'm gonna draw things that I like that no one else is drawing. There, I'm done. It turns out a lot of that ends up in that realm. But, yeah, I mean, whatever. Video game. I mean, I certainly wouldn't say no if someone said like this art is brutally unappealing to me, so I don't want to play the game. I mean, <laughs> There's a reason that I won't play things like Binding of Isaac. It's like I don't care. This game looks ugly. Yeah, I'm still. I still want somebody to make a clone of that game that's not so ugly. Uh, never gonna like happen. A, like a cute 'em up version or something. Yeah. Oh, Just make everything look like Fantasy Zone. Binding of Cats. There you go. Binding of Opa Opa. Oh man. Now I'm just thinking about the fact that I once read what the plot. Uh, th- there is a plot to Fantasy Zone and its sequel, Fantasy Zone 2, The Tears of Opa Opa. What? No. I just I felt nothing but sadness that someone had made Opa Opa cry. <laughs> Every time, like, the first thing I do in any given Yakuza game is that I go to the frickin', like... Moon catch UFO catcher machine, and I get an Opa Opa, and I keep it in my inventory for the rest of the game. This is tradition, and I will never stop. They should just make an accessory at that point that like gives you some kind of passive. Yeah, it should be like Haro in Super Robot Wars games, where it is in fact the ultimate accessory. Oh, and Wikipedia's plot description: In the past, the courageous hero Opa Opa saved the Fantasy Zone from the invading Ninon forces. But his victory came at a price as he was forced to fight his own father who led the invasion. It is now space year 1432, ten years after the battle, and the Neon forces are once again spreading across chaos through the fantasy zone. How do ships procreate? (laughs) Who knows? Opa Opa is an important being. At the end of the game, Opa Opa comes face to face with the invasion's mastermind, an identical copy of himself. After a tense battle, Opa Opa's father reappears to confront him, and the sight of him brings Opa Opa to tears which causes the second Opa Opa to vanish it is later revealed that the twin is a physical manifestation of Opa Opa's dark impulses and desires this is some Kirby shit man what is going on <laughs> What? <laughs> seeking to drive the fantasy zone into ruin reunited with his father Opa Opa is able to purge the darkness from himself and swears that such a disaster will never clearly occur clearly Hal Avatar stole the storylines and, and, and 
fancy some games <laughs> use them for Wii. I so just appreciate like secretly grimdark. <laughs> I just appreciate the fact that Opa Opa swore that this would never happen again, and it never did. There has never been another Fantasy Zone game after that takes place after Fantasy Zone Two. He curbed his dark impulse and never had to think about it again. Forever in your heart, Opa Opa. Well, <laughs> thank you for joining us for Fantasy Zone <laughs> Quest. <laughs> it's important. <laughs> Why is this important? How do you not th- look at Opa Opa and think, oh, this isn't important? Well, I look at it. He's in Fantasy Star 4. There's your RPG connection. Well, I look at it and think, well, you know, Shining Force 2 is the best RPG on the Genesis. Fantasy Star 4! <laughs> Shining Force 2! I got an easy solution. Best strategy RPG versus the best uh, turn based. No, no, no. Oh. You've been asking for this all night, Boggs. <laughs> Talking RPG. There's some elements about face strat, uh, Shining Force 2 that I don't like. That aren't, no. that aren't present in Fantasy Star 4. So Fantasy Star 4 is a better game. <laughs> True, it is the better game. One day I'll teach Wheels this. One day. I mean, I love Fantasy Star 4, but it's, it's just no Shining Force 2. Too many characters and not enough special promotion accessories to go around. Or uh, the ores needed to make the ultimate stuff. It's like they couldn't figure a way for you to farm these. Also, let's be fe- real. Not enough uh, Not enough jokers. More, hamster- more hamsters and helmets. Just saying. Yeah, it's true. Well, technically, like, that turtle is supposed to be the Joker. Only he gets a little bit more useful, but just a little. If he's useful, he doesn't count. (laughs) (laughs) He gives you that snazzy ring, though. (laughs) Joker should be a millstone around the neck of anyone who brings him into battle. Hmm? You make everybody else look like Joker. That's his use. Yeah. Again, a millstone around the neck of everyone (laughs) everyone who brings him into battle. I joked about how he was a joke character because he was originally a test dummy for the battle AI. Mm-hmm. <sighs> oh, well. I'll, I'll play Shining Force 2 eventually, and we'll have to play freaking Fantasy Star 4, and we'll both make out pretty well because neither of them's bad. <laughs> Whoever loses, everyone wins. But I'll win. No. No. Not this, not this time, sir. Okay, like I said, a uh, Fantasy Star Four has an Opa Opus theme playing it when you go into the guild. So, uh, <laughs> That's what we need. Oh god! Fantasy Star Four has a subquest where, like, the game tells you, "No, hating things is fine sometimes if you're using it to, you know, get rid of things that are bad." <laughs> it's a very rare occurrence in fiction. Also, there's really nice manga-style cutscenes. Yeah, that, you, don't, you only get that in Shining Force 2 at the very end. <laughs> That's proving its inferiority. I think we're running up, though. Yep. Oh, well. Alright, any final thoughts for this week? Fantasy mm. Star 4! Uh, Shining that, Force 2! Uh, East 8 on Switch comes out next week. <laughs> Sweet that money for it. And The Lost Child comes out tomorrow. Which is not a terribly interesting game, unfortunately. I, I don't even know what it is. Its story is more interesting than the actual gameplay. 
Like, I saw that on a release list, and I was tried to conjure up an image because I felt like I must have seen it at some stage, but I don't know what it is. It's basically the spiritual successor to El Shaddai. Ah! Well, then I have to play okay, it. Okay, then so. I don't care. Well, you monster. I played El Shaddai! It's not a very good action game. <laughs> no, you're just an, you're just an admitted action game snob. I am a tremendous elitist, <laughs> and that's why I tell you it's bad. <laughs> oh boy, a game whose settings more interesting than its actual gameplay. That's true. How do you feel about Blue Jeans, though? Oh, yeah, speaking of, speaking of which, the game gives you Enoch, and when you promote him, well, his level resets, but his base stats are higher, so it's kind of like reincarnation. But uh, like, he loses a bit more clothing, so like. I promoted him the first time, and he loses his shirt. And eventually he's down to his incredibly branded blue jeans. Yep. Well, that's that's sticking true to the brand. <laughs> and your final thoughts, Wheels? Oh, sorry. Um, also, sorry. Um, East 8. Not, excuse me. No, East 8. I'm losing my mind. Yes, East 8 next week. Definitely going to finally play that. Finally the version I want to play. The portable yeah. one. <laughs> um, Actually performs better in portable mode. Just a little bit, though. That's huh. interesting. At least, like, until patches maybe happen. I don't know. I'd imagine patches will happen, but you, you seem to have played it a bit. Uh, does it seem like a decent port, unlike, say, the PC version? Yeah. <laughs> Although the PC version is probably going to be fixed soon, too. Yeah, it'll probably be fixed eventually, but it's one of those, like... I I, I want to know if out-of-the-box it performs better than, say, that version did out-of-the-box. Yeah. You could sell your Vita version for it. I don't have that. <laughs> That's what I did. So, like, I sold it. Yeah, I mean, I didn't, I didn't buy a Switch version yet. Maybe, eventually. Yeah, like, I, if I had a Vita version, I'd have... Probably. The LE is, like, almost exactly the same, too. It's like, everything is the same, except it's probably slightly larger just to accommodate the slightly long, longer uh, cases for the Switch, as mm. opposed to the Vita. <laughs> yeah, that's, uh, that's our show, I think. I think so. Um... I feel like I had also, something else to say, and I don't remember what yeah, it was. Yeah, I, I, I do. Go see Incredibles 2. Yes, oh go yes. See go see Hereditary if you like horror, too. But yes, absolutely Incredibles 2. Fantastic movie. Worth I forgot that take fl- it took place in, the, in approximately the 50s. Yeah, it's, got, it, it's not as emphasized in the first one, except for the fact that it has like a very retro-future look to all the... Like robots that show up. Yeah, but like I saw the second one. There's like a bunch of oldies cars sitting around, and you could yeah. you almost you almost couldn't tell until you see the majority of TVs and um, the phones. They're all rotary. Yeah, I didn't even yeah. I didn't even realize that while I was watching. I'm like, why why don't they have a flat screen? It didn't never like never clicked with you, me. You you could tell that uh the really it's like it's weird though cuz like the really rich people with the highly advanced technology have stuff that wouldn't be uncommon in the 80s yeah so it's technology's kind of all over the place but it's mainly consistent with the 50s i would say that it's like it's consistent with the time that superheroes were at their height 
and all, but also after they had just started to be brought low by actual real life problems. Because fifties uh, would also be around the publication of Seduction of the Innocent and the creation of the Comics Code Authority. Mm-hmm. Probably some thought went into that. Let's let's all just go back and watch the extra on the Incredibles one DVD. That's just the fake cartoon that has in character commentary from Mister Incredible and Frozone. And they're just like Frozone is just disgusted by this cartoon because like they they made him look whiter. And everyone has the everyone has the clutch cargo lips. If you ever I see, see the, clutch cargo, see the dumbest thing about too though is that Disney and Pixar's like apology for taking fourteen years is like uh, you know thought... emotional shit. Yeah, I thought it was cute though. It was cute. That was the first like Pixar movie where I saw people immediately saying I want a sequel to it, so I can kind of see why they felt it was necessary in this case. But. Yeah, and it was yeah, also I'll, like I need to see that. I'm it was interested. also like uh, an apology. And hey, guys, these things take forever to make. They and, take a very long time. Brad these, Bird was busy making a Tomorrowland movie no one but him wanted to see. And if you're also the morbidly curious, there's also Jurassic World: Fallen Kingdom this week. Wait, is yeah. Jurassic World coming out now? I hadn't even. Yeah. Well, didn't even realize it. <laughs> I'm I'll very. See, I'll say a train wreck. I mean, it's a train wreck. It'll probably be a train wreck. Yeah. At least uh, it'll be more a more entertaining train wreck than something like Jurassic Park Three. Well, sort of a little train wreck. I mean, the island's destroyed, being destroyed. <laughs> yeah. I was gonna say the one advantage of the Incredibles sequel taking so long is the animation is. So that's the one benefit of uh, the 14-year wait for a sequel. Should have put Incredibles in Kingdom Hearts. You should have done it. I agree. I do. I do kind of get miffed at Jurassic Park franchise for never updating the look of Velociraptors or any other dinosaurs once we finally realized they had feathers. I think, yeah, they, too much I think they just want to they just want to stick to the brand. Stick to the brand. This is an alternate reality, so why not? <laughs> we have already got T-Rexes running around modern times. Whatever, man. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Michael Crichton's been dead for ten that, years. That was like the only good factor about the first Jurassic World. It's like, there's a kaiju battle at the end, basically. <laughs> it's important. That can make up for a lot of things. Someone clone the DNA of Gamera and have him fight Jurassic World. Godzilla versus Carnosaurus 4. <laughs> That's basically who, what the movie is. But who will Jet Jaguar ally with? <laughs> Just gonna keep pulling up dumber like options. Mm, well, that's all I have to contribute. I think. All right, we'll be dead in the brain. No, I'm um, yeah, partially. Eat the bed. All right, let's wrap this thing up. Uh, you can send us questions at the usual places. Leave comments on the episode. That's where everyone seems to be leaving them. You can try and send us questions on Discord. You can send us questions in the forums. I usually leave a link in the. Uh, on each episode where you can find that even though there's only one question there and I don't think we're going to get any more there because no one really uses the forums anymore uh, cannibalized by comment sections on the discord Yes. <laughs> and um, you can also send questions to me on twitter I'm at askwheels um, 
And I guess you can always complain on letting me the questions, because the unofficial complaint box, I guess. <laughs> I, I want to know what complaints are being sent. That you're none, none yet. None yet. It's just like an ongoing joke, but I don't think anyone's ever sent a complaint. One day someone will send you a complaint, and you'll be like, yes, finally, the prophecy has been fulfilled. Mm-hmm. Eric, you want to talk about your... Uh... Yeah. Uh, I write reviews for several websites. Have my own podcast, RP Grinders. You can check us out at uh, t- on Twitch or uh, YouTube on Fridays at 7 p.m. Eastern. 7 to 9. Or you could... Um, Check out the reviews I've written, and if you like those, you can go to my uh, um, Patreon page, and if you have the money, you can consider donating just at least a dollar. And yeah, you'll get then you'll get to see more reviews from me. I mean, I'll, I I do this shit for free, but getting paid would be nice. It's the dream. But I might be, able to, you know, maybe if I if I get like a like hundred dollars, maybe I can. And there's uh, also uh, me on Twitter at EricRPG, and there's my YouTube channel, Funny Team. That's it. Alright, on that note, see you next time. Peace out. Peace out.